0: Namaskar, I have been asked to give a short talk with the mother, the topic the mother is as vast as the universe and therefore I will just pick a few of the important questions, episodes, ideas that define her. Firstly I will take up the questions, who is the mother, what is the significance of the two-in-one, the dual avatar, what did the mother bring to Sri Aurobindo's yoga, why did the mother create the ashram Auroville and what is the mother's place in the yoga of transformation. And then I will end with a few supreme mantras that I have found useful for those who are aspiring to do her yoga. The mother is the supreme divine embodiment that has come down to earth. She is the embodiment of the Divine Mother, the Supreme Mother that has consented to come into a human body. She is the Avatar of the new creation and the new species the Supramental or Gnostic. She is the Supreme Mahashakti and is the spiritual collaborator of Shri Aurobindo. What was the need for her to take a human body? This is a very deep and almost, I would say, complex question to answer. But the most obvious reason that they have both indicated, is because for the next step in human evolution, the mother's physical body embodiment was required on earth. Evolution is a process where one has to take birth on earth progress and evolution, it cannot be done in the higher planes. And right now, the next step was a new species. It wasn't just an ascent to another consciousness, but a totally new consciousness, which was as new or as big a jump as from the monkey or ape to human beings. The human being to the supermind or the supramental being would be as great a leap in consciousness. And the idea of establishing a life divine on earth is the supreme aim of the yoga of Sri Aurobindo and the mother. And for that, she had to descend into the body. She had to descend into matter and it could not be done by one alone and that is why both Sri Aurobindo and the mother had to come down. It was a dual avatar, two in one or one in two, the same consciousness but in two bodies. This one sentence of the mother describes and explains everything. Without me, he is unmanifest. Without him, I exist not. It is to manifest her in creation, it is to manifest the new consciousness on earth that the presence of the mother is required. And the significance of the two-in-one is that this is the first time in the evolutionary history of mankind that the avatar has descended into two bodies, one male and another female, because this is required for the next step. what did the mother bring to the yoga of Sri Aurobindo? For that we will have to go back to the first time that Sri Aurobindo and the mother met. As you know she had met Sri Aurobindo at the top of the stairs where she did her pranam and Sri Aurobindo later remarked that it was the first time that he saw and understood what perfect surrender means. So what the mother represents in Sri Aurobindo's yoga is the surrender, the absolute surrender, which can only happen through the psychic principle. It is the bringing forward of the psychic being and the psychic consciousness and that element was introduced in the yoga of Sri Aurobindo by the mother in fact what we call the sunlit path was the mother's way and Sri Aurobindo's yoga needed the mother the presence of the mother to bring it into life And because it was not through the mind that the full transformation of the entire nature that could take place, for the supramental or Gnostic transformation, for the full transformation, it was only through the psychic being that was the vehicle for the full transformation. And when the mother... took charge of the yoga, Sri Aurobindo went into seclusion to continue the bringing down of the supermind and the supramental force. And the mother took charge of the ashram. She, in fact, in a way you could say almost started the ashram. Before that, it was a medley of few sadhaks in a rather bohemian lifestyle that was living in the ashram. And this material organization of the ashram was done by the mother and if you see the ashram you will see how she has infused the spirit into matter whether it is the physical education activities that she started, the playground, the sports ground, the uh, organization of the departments, arts, crafts, drama, music, at the bakery, the dining room, she created a world that was a prototype that everybody could see how to do work, how to do karma yoga and how to infuse life with a spiritual supramental Gnostic hue. That is what mother brought. And that is why she said, without me he is unmanifest, without him I exist not. The integral yoga cannot be done by rejecting life, by rejecting matter. In fact, it is the bringing to consciousness of the most inconscient, ignorant part of ourselves, the subconscient, the inconscient, that needs to be transformed. All life is yoga. Matter, life, mind, the body must be transformed and become transparent and full of the spirit. Escaping from life won't do. Sri Aurobindo said, my yoga begins where other yogas end. And the yoga of Sri Aurobindo begins with the realization of the psychic. That is the first transformation. Then the spiritual transformation is the second step. And then the supramental transformation is the third step. What he called the triple transformation. In the same way The mother founded Auroville in 1968. Auroville was her experiment in trying to transform and create a space for collective yoga, for collective transformation, for human unity. In fact, she said, Auroville is the cradle of the superman. 59 different nationalities all So the yoga was not just an individual yoga. It was also the yoga of the collective, the yoga of the earth. It included all the nations of the world. Such was the yoga that was attempted after the mother's arrival to Pondicherry. The mother whom we know as the mother, whom we have seen. Some of us have met her, some of us have seen her in our visions. The sweetness, the love, the power, the greatness, the kindness, the compassion, and yet the great power. The moment one came in front of her, everything changed. Where did that power come from? The book that Sri Aurobindo has written, The Mother, is the best way of understanding the mother, of knowing the mother, of coming in touch with her force. Meditate on that book. Read the lines. There are a few lines that are very important that I'd like to read out. The divine consciousness and force are there and do at each moment the thing that is needed in the conditions of the labor, take always the step that is decreed, and shape in the midst of imperfection the perfection that is to come. But only when the supermind has descended in you can she deal directly as the supramental shakti with supramental natures. If you follow your mind it will not recognize the mother even when she is manifest before you. Follow your soul and not your mind. Your soul that answers to the truth, not your mind that leaps at appearances. Trust the divine power. And she will free the godlike elements in you and shape all into an expression of divine nature. And in fact, it is the mother that mediates between the sanction and the call. The mother's power. And not any human endeavour and tapasya can alone rend the lid and tear the covering and shape the vessel and bring down into this world of obscurity and falsehood and death and suffering truth and light and life divine and the immortal's ananda. So now we understand that because the aim was to divinize life, was immortality as so beautifully written in Savitri, only the presence, the physical presence of the mother on earth could bring that about. And that is why Sri Aurobindo tells us over and over again in so many letters to sadhaks. You can only do my yoga if you are open to the mother. Open yourself to the mother. It is only her force and her grace that can do this most strenuous and difficult yoga. Because she is the sadhak and the sadhaka. And it is her force that must descend into you. And therefore in the mother, he writes, that there are three most important things that the sadhak has to do. Aspiration for the divine consciousness. Aspiration for the mother's grace and mother's light. To descend into you. Rejection of all that comes in the way of that aspiration. And finally, an absolute surrender to her. An openness to open every part of your being. To be transparent. To tell her each and every thing. You remember how the mother used to ask all the sadhaks and sadhikas. Write to me, tell me. What is it that is bothering you? And open yourself to me so I can work through you. And that is why Sri Aurobindo said that unless one is open to the mother, one cannot do my Yoga. In fact, you saw in the early days, many sadhaks left the ashram because they could not open and accept the mother. There are a few books that are very important in the practice of this yoga. Of course, the seminal book is The Mother by Sri Aurobindo. And the other books, because the mother was very, very deep into the practice, are her two writings, The Science of Living and The Four Austerities and The Four Liberations. These three books together can give you a step-by-step method of the yoga and of the sadhana. As we all know, Sri Aurobindo transferred the mind of light to the mother before he departed to the subtle physical level or to the subtle physical plane and he told the mother that one of us must go because the conditions on earth are not beneficial enough and to do this yoga and I must go to prepare these conditions and you must stay on and he said only you your body can withstand the pressure of this force therefore he asked the mother please stay." And continue this work of transformation. The mind of light was transferred to the mother when Sri Aurobindo left his body, and after that, the mother's work changed. The yoga of the body, the yoga of the cells, the mind of the cells, that work began. The mother went into semi seclusion and she continued the work that Sri Aurobindo was doing. As you know, Nolinida, Da, after the mother's departure in 1973, had a prophetic dream or vision where the mother came to him and said, don't worry, I have created the new body. The new body is there. The bridge has been made. The work I have come for has been done. And that is the greatest, the most supreme assurance. For those of you who would like to, please read that dream and vision of Naninida, the certitude with which the mother told him. So this is what the mother has done for us for humanity she has created in the subtle physical the supramental body and the conditions on earth have to be receptive for that to manifest how long that will take we do not know we need to do the yoga we need to prepare ourselves so that 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 she created, that bridge, that supramental world, the Gnostic body, can manifest on Earth. Some of the supreme mantras that can help us to do yoga, I'd like to end with those. A vast surrender was his only strength. This was Sri Aurobindo's own mantra. He said... That, that was the principle with which he did his own yoga, the Bhakti Yoga, in Alipore jail and henceforward. A vast surrender was his only strength. Everything was left to the divine. It requires great courage, great strength and faith to do that. The second, the Karma Yoga Mantra, very simple, remember and offer, remember me and offer. The mother said, Sri Aurobindo said, always behave, always behave as though the mother were looking at you, for she indeed is always present. Remember her before you start your work, remember her and offer to her everything that you do. And as many times in the day that one can do that, her force can then act through you. And finally, this wonderful quotation. It is in the silence of your heart that the divine will speak to you and will guide you and will lead you to your goal. But for that, you must have a full faith in the divine grace and love. The importance of cultivating silence the importance of meditation so that you can go deep into your heart and when we go deep into our heart the divine will speak to us and will guide us and will lead us to our goal. Thank you.